we need to recognize that people show us who they are. They show us what frequency they are on. They show us what their value system is. They show us what's important to them. They show us how they want to show up. And it's our job to believe them, not to shift them, not to change them, but to believe them. Welcome to Manifestable. I am your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs and courage to break old patterns and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Morning, everybody. Well, it might be afternoon or evening for you, wherever you're listening to this around the world. But for me, it's early, early morning. The sun is just peeking over the mountain and I'm in my car. So if the audio isn't 1000%, it's because I'm in my car with a hit of inspiration. I'm actually driving to meet up with the Lakota tribe and they are doing their yearly vision quest. Now, I don't know if you're aware of Vision Quest, but it has been around, in particular with the Native American communities for since their existence, I imagine. And they're still practicing, and I find it quite beautiful. And I was asked to participate and help bring people off the mountain, sit in sweat lodge, and hear the stories, hear the visions of those who are coming off the mountain. Now, these guys prepare for over a year, getting ready spiritually, mentally for this quest. And they have a very specific question they're going to ask. And they go up and get placed in a particular spot on the mountain that they're unaware of. And the medicine man will offer prayers. And there's a fire in the main camp all throughout this time, night and day that they keep lit throughout this time for those who are on their vision quest. And there's prayer being offered for them to feel supported, to receive their prayers, to be protected. And then depending on how long they're up on the mountain, they are taken down and they will do a sweat lodge to close out that container. And I just feel really honored. I love indigenous ways. I am always curious of different ways of being. I love traveling the world and learning from the Hindu in Bali, learning from different tribes in Africa, learning from the Native American culture, and on and on and on. And even into some new, more modern American culture. I just am fascinated with culture and ways of being that have served communities and anyway that's where i'm headed my heart is on fire my soul is on fire and i wanted to connect with you i didn't want to miss this opportunity to connect with you at this time and i've been reflecting a lot on this podcast in particular the term manifestable what that even means (laughs) and this whole journey that we're on as humans and I'm realizing you know as I think about Native American tribes I think about the Balinese tribes the African tribes and even our tribes that we form here 
within our own families, our friends, our communities. It is a cornerstone for all of us. It is what either brings out our wings or has us collapse in sadness, betrayal, fear, sadness. Community, friendship, family is our cornerstone. And we cannot exist in this life without it. And a lot of us have not felt a sense of tribe. When I'm gonna say the word tribe, I mean friendship or family. You use it in the term that you'd like to. And so therefore we feel we're doing it alone. We're raising our children alone. We've moved away from our parents, our siblings, any relatives. So we feel like we're raising our kids alone. We may move or make different decisions when it comes to our religious community. And therefore we feel isolated again. It's an ongoing journey. And we do know on a very fundamental level that humans are afraid to get kicked out of the tribe. Therefore, we often make decisions that are not in true alignment for ourselves for fear of that actual feeling. And this gets us into situations that are not in true soul alignment because we're afraid to get kicked out because being kicked out back in the day meant death. It meant that you were vulnerable to animals. It meant that you may, not, you may starve because tribes work together to forage for food, to work together. It just made the workload a lot easier. And so it did mean death. And so in our DNA, we are afraid to get kicked out of tribe. And I've recognized throughout my journey, <laughs> being this human in this timeline, this desire to cultivate tribe. You know, I grew up with all brothers, no sisters, and in particular, I've just desired to have tribe with sisters, friends, true, true friends, the kind of friend you can call up just to share the nonsense news just because you want someone to share it with, or to share the heavy times, the low times, and even the very high times, the times when you're just feeling so elated, you want someone to celebrate with. And that's a really big deal to me. And I've always desired that. It's been something inside of me, and I think it comes from possibly other timelines, but also being raised by brothers. And you may feel this as well. And some of you, it is your gift. You have that tribe. You have that family. You have those friendships that you know you can lean on no matter what. No matter if you change, no matter if you change your religious views, no matter if you become famous or unfamous, whatever career move you make, whether you feel heavy or skinny, you know who has your back. And that's power. And actually, in my mind, I feel that it's one of the most extreme gifts you could actually be given. And in my mind, having your got your back friends and family is going to literally shift the trajectory of your life in a positive way. Because I think life is going to shift. I think doing things on your own existed maybe 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe even in all of my lifetime and maybe even your lifetime. You could get away with being somewhat of a hermit and doing your own thing. I sense that life is going to, gonna ask us to have tribe.
and those who actually have it are going to fare off a lot better than those who don't. I feel like it's going to be a greater resource than any house you own, any shoes you own, any dollar that you have in the bank account. And I really value friendship. I really do. I value it over any business. I value it over anything I could possibly own or any trip I could go on. That is just how I feel. Like true, true friendship, I value more. And my family, that they know that I have them, know this about me. My family would never question my kids, my spouse. They know that this is a high, high value for me and that no matter what, they come first. And I hope that my close inner circle friends also know this because it's true. I will lay down any business meeting. I will step out and use the bathroom. I will hear the cars. You know you're in the car with me. <laughs> but I will step out of any business meeting for an inner circle friend or family member. I will stop a trip if I was going to go see someone famous if someone needed me back home. That's just where I place my value system. And for some of you, you may feel the same way. And I want to talk a little bit about these concept of reason, season, and lifetime. Most of you have heard this concept, but people are in your life either for a reason, they're teaching you something, it most likely is quite short-lived, but it is a very potent message, sometimes a beautiful message, and sometimes very uplifting, and sometimes they're teaching you what direction you don't want to go and the type of friend or relationship you do not want to have. And so they're a reason friendship. And some of them are seasons, meaning they last a little longer. They are friends, family members that are in your life for a duration of time. Most likely you definitely grew close. You felt a sense of loyalty to one another, but it was only meant to be a season. And this can happen in a lot of people's intimate relationships, a season relationship where, yeah, you moved on. You are probably no longer going to continue to walk together, but you're grateful, and hopefully you get to a point where you're just grateful for the lessons that you learned, for the memories you do have that were very fun, and just celebrating that. And then there are lifetime. These people, once you meet them, they're there until the last day of your breath you know they have you and you have them. Obviously, this is gonna be a smaller pool of people because to be a lifetimer requires a different soul connection. It requires commitment. It requires tough conversation. It requires dedication and loyalty. So I wanna share a little bit about it because if you're like me, if I love you and I bring you into my inner circle, I want you to be a lifer. I've had to really learn to adjust this in my reality and to let down some expectations because most people cannot are not going to be your lifers and they cannot ride all the waves that you're going to ride in this lifetime. And they are going to opt out or you're going to have them opt out because you don't want to ride their wave. 
And so this has been an interesting learning for me to know that it's okay to have season friendships, ones where it felt really deep, felt really juicy, really fun, felt like they were going to be lifers and then realized it's okay. It's only going to be a season. And can I be okay with that season? And can I be okay and be, celebrate what was and what will not continue? And for some of you, you needed to hear that because you're holding on and wishing that it could be longer, it could come back to what it was. And trust me, I understand because <laughs> I used to be the same way. But people show you who they are. And this is really important. And not that we have to judge or think that we are better than someone when they show us who they are, but we need to recognize that people show us who they are. They show us what frequency they are on. They show us what their value system is. They show us what's important to them. They show us how they want to show up. And it's our job to believe them, not to shift them, not to change them, but to believe them to believe what they are showing in action. Do they show up for you? Do they call you? Do they ask how you are? Do they plan to make sure that you have a chance to get together? Do they do those types of things? And if they don't, and it's a value system to you, trust that and trust that it's not in the same frequency for you. And you have a certain frequency you want to be on. You have a certain value system that's important to you. And stay true to your value system. Stay true to the frequency and the thread that you want. And I'm here to share with you that you will meet people who can meet you there. Now, some of you have people in your life, whether it's male or female form, who have been there for you, you have the best memories with them, you love them so much, you feel like they're gonna be a lifer, and then they just show you who they are, whether that was that they just ignored you and stopped talking to you, whether they said really hurtful things, some of you, maybe even abuse has happened, and you stopped engaging with this person, but your heart still longs for them. And then when it comes down to months, possibly a year, they come back and they say, I've changed and I'm sorry. And I would love to reconnect, whether this is male or female form. Now, I pray that you and myself have enough wisdom within ourselves to say, hey, I believe what you showed me the first time. And I can tell from your past relationships how you actually show up in friendship or intimacy. And you get to decide if you're available for it because you might be repeating patterns with seasoned friendships where people aren't really showing up the way you would love to be shown up for, but you keep tolerating it. You keep allowing these type of friendships or partners to be in your life because they said sorry because they said they changed when the truth is most people will show you who they are without having to make you change they'll start calling you they'll start checking in with you they will make an effort to make up for any misbehavior and a lot of times we don't allow them to just show up we just jump back in and start giving and giving and giving 
when it's not a frequency match, it's not meant to be this relationship that you stay in for your highest good. So having the wisdom to say this was a season, I'm grateful for the season, and I'm, I don't regret the season, but I'm not gonna let the season continue to repeat itself. And I've noticed you guys, we all have our strengths and our weakness, whether it's around finances or business or friendship or lover relationships or relationships with our family. Like we all have our thing, right? And I have to say that mine is female friendship. It has been, it's no longer, I don't believe anymore. A lot has shifted for me, but it required me to do a lot of inner work, a lot of inner introspection. You've probably heard me talk about it because it is my thing. And I imagine it comes from various timelines. I imagine it comes from past wounds in other timelines or even maybe earlier in high school time or even when I was younger that I'm not even aware of. And I've always really desired that juicy, there for you friendship like I talked about earlier. And I kind of have found a lot of friends that were not meeting me on the frequency I'd like to be met at. They'd meet me there, then fall off. Or they just would never meet me there, but I desired it so much, I just tolerated it. Now, for some of you, this is in form, like in a lover form. You tolerate more than you, for your frequency and your soul actually desires and you're not actually show, showing people how to allow you to treat you. And for me, I don't have that with men. I don't know if that is because I was raised by brothers, but I don't really have that with men. I've always been quite respected in my relationships with men. And that story of me saying I've been respected creates more respect for men. It just does. I do a lot of business with men. I, my, my, most of my past relationships were quite respectful with men and whether they lasted long-term or not, they've been quite respectful. I've had my wounding with my ex, my ex-husband, but even now we're friends, and even now there's been forgiveness. So just that belief system has helped me have those type of relationships. That, with that being said, I believe that me saying I struggle with girl friendships has created more struggle with girl friendships, so I've changed my language. I actually have true friends now. I actually have inner circle women in my life that are powerful, that are inspiring, that are there for me, I'm there for them, who check in regularly, who I laugh with, who I play with, and I cherish it beyond, and I'm so grateful for it. But many times, I just tolerated. And I've learned now, I've had some friendships come to me and say, hey, I'm sorry, I miss you, I love you, and I've just sent them love from afar so that I can stay in the true frequency where I'm going and allow the friendships that wanna show up, that wanna be there, that want to ride the waves with me, will be there, they will show up. I'm telling you that as you stay true to your frequency, as you stay true to what you desire and be that friend, be that friend too, be that lover too, whatever the thing is and if you're calling in, be that. 
and hold true to not allow people to treat you different than what the frequency you desire and the frequency you're giving out. I promise you, as you hold true to that line, you might have a, a week, a month, a year feeling quite lonely, and that's okay too. Hold the line, hold steady. You will be matched because it is a self-love practice. It is you saying yes to you. It is you saying, I choose lifers and it's okay if we're a season, but where am I putting up a pattern to create a lot of season friendships or reason friendships? And really honoring and being real with you, it's not fun. Let me tell you, I've had to clean up my side of the street and had to really look at where am I um, not honoring me and where am I giving more than I'm receiving? And where am I allowing certain behaviors in my life that I'm just not going to allow anymore? And also, what is my story? So now I'm trying on a new story. My story now is I have solid friendships and I'm not just saying smoke, but for a minute there I kind of had to say smoke and then I started to see with eyes wide open the people that are actually have always been there that are saying I've always been there you just didn't really notice me you're putting your energy on somebody else but I've always been here and I have that and I'm so grateful and it's changed even my hiring decisions it's changed who I spend my time with and I feel my relationships are more rich and more powerful and more edifying than ever before and I want this for you too, because I do know that friendship or lover, your lover partnership, either fans your wings and brings you immeasurable energy and leads you into your soul's path, or they're a massive distraction. And I have found that a lot of friendships and even lover relationships they can seem like they're fanning your flames because they're like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. And sometimes they even attend some of your things. But how often are you entangled in their drama? How often are you in them playing games with not talking to you or you're playing into their drama? And so it's pulling you and distracting you from your soul's purpose. Really check in. And you can have friendships that lead you and are in honor of your frequency and your soul's purpose. And that's the type of friendship, the type of relationships that I am going to be in full compliance with. I know what kind of friend I am. I know what kind of partner I am. And I'm going to remain true to me. And I encourage you to remain true to you. You deserve it. You're loving. You're kind. And your soul's purpose, you as a soul being, is asking it of you. I'm wrapping you all in so much love. May you feel peace. May you know how loved you are and how worthy you are of this type of relationships in your life. And please forgive and release the reason and season friendships and relationships they're beautiful in their own right they teach you they help you grow and they even if you have allowed them to let you grow now you can reflect on them now and allow them to let you grow let you learn the lessons if you would love 
to try my meditation that I actually used to really grow into this and to really help myself around friendship, DM me on Instagram or on Facebook, go to my direct messages and just type in love, L-O-V-E, and we'll send you a free visualization around attracting beautiful friendships, beautiful love in your life, whether it's a romantic lover or a girl friendship, doesn't matter. And often we have to just work on ourselves and we have to give ourselves uh, this time to clear out subconscious wounding so that we can be into the frequency that we truly desire. So this visualization I'm giving away for free, just go to any direct message on Facebook at the Danette May or Instagram at the Danette May and put in love and we will send you the free visualization. All right. I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And thanks for tuning in to today's podcast episode. I'm driving up in the mountains and I am ill prepared. I really have flip flops on. It is raining. It is cold. These blessed souls have been sleeping out for days without food and water in this weather and I am coming up ill prepared (laughs) all right I love you guys have a beautiful beautiful day and we'll talk more on the manifestable podcast